self-acceptance, self-esteem, and self-compassion. Hi, I'm Joshua, and welcome to the Zenfinity Podcast and your Motivation in Minutes. Starting with self-acceptance and self-esteem. Both self-acceptance and self-esteem are genuinely positively associated with psychological well-being. However, there are differences between the two, especially when it comes to how we pursue them. Starting with self-acceptance, it's an awareness of both the positive and negative aspects of our self while maintaining an attitude of positive regard. It's been associated with a reduction in psychological ill health and is an integral part to our well-being. Albert Ellis is a renowned psychologist who describes two choices. The first, accepting ourselves conditionally, which means only under certain conditions. For example, when we succeed. Or, the second one is unconditionally, which is under all circumstances. The first choice he proposed is harmful. If we don't fulfill the conditions we set for ourselves and we fail, we think we are a loser, rather than accepting failing as a normal part of life and learning from it. When we accept ourselves unconditionally, we recognize that there will be times we perform well, but we'll also make mistakes and sometimes fail. Acceptance involves acknowledging the unvarnished facts of ourselves and our situation, the good and the not so good, without judging ourselves. Rather than this causing us to be stuck with things as they are, acceptance is the foundation for growth and change. Which leads us to self-esteem. Self-esteem is our sense of value or worth. It is based on judgment about how good we are at a specific area in our life. For example, our performance at school, work, in a sport, or in our relationships. This can be dependent on our judgments about success or failure on a comparison to others. The pursuit of self-esteem can lead us to overly focus on or inflate the positive aspects of ourselves and our performance and ignore the, or hide the areas we don't feel good about. Our need for high self-esteem to feel good about ourselves in this way can make it harder for us to seek and accept negative feedback, even if it's constructive, which makes self-improvement a little more difficult. One practical way we can develop self-acceptance is through learning to be self-compassionate. What is self-compassion? Cultivating a kinder, more constructive inner voice is part of learning to be more self-compassionate. Compassion isn't only something that applies to how we respond to others when they're struggling, but we can be compassionate towards ourselves. Compassion means acknowledging the suffering and being motivated to help alleviate or prevent it. Dr. Kristen Neff is one of the world's leading experts on this topic, and she has identified three components that, when combined, enable self-compassion. Number one, kindness rather than judgment. Messing up, failing, or struggling is part of life, and of course, doesn't feel good. Rather than beating ourselves up for not being good enough when we are self-compassionate, we are warm and understanding towards ourselves, like we would be to a good friend. Number two, mindful awareness. This means honestly acknowledging our shortcomings, mistakes, and struggles. The difficult and unpleasant emotions that we feel day in and day out. And number three, common humanity. When we feel inadequate or ashamed, it can be very isolating. It can feel like we're the only ones that messed up. This can cause us to want to hide all or part of ourselves or disconnect from others. An important part of self-compassion is recognizing that all human beings make mistakes fail, and are imperfect. It's normal. Reminding ourselves of this can help reduce difficult emotions and enable us to feel part of a shared human experience rather than feel alone. 
Self-compassion is not being soft on ourselves. In fact, it actually allows us to look at what we need to improve on and work on rather than feel ashamed or avoidant. So it helps us grow and develop. Self-compassion is associated with happiness, optimism, and life satisfaction. It helps us promote a positive body image and taking care of ourselves and our health. It is also associated with a reduced risk of depression and anxiety. Self-compassion during major life difficulties supports resilience and a higher psychological well-being. Self-compassion also benefits our connections with others, making us more able to see others' perspectives, more likely to forgive and enhance kindness. It also seems to help us accept others' limitations and mistakes as well. Try it. Think about a recent time you messed up or felt inadequate and a difficult emotion that you felt as a result. Now, practice a self-compassionate approach in your mind or even by writing yourself a letter in a kind way, as if you were a kind, compassionate, neutral observer. Express acknowledgement and understanding of the situation and how you felt. List the specific and difficult emotions. Think about the ways other people might have done or experienced something similar. Express caring, not judgment. You'll notice a difference in how you feel almost immediately. I want to thank you for listening to the Zenfinity Podcast. Keep listening for more Motivation in Minutes.